This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Round two, here we go. Appreciate you joining us. Jake Gadley, Brendan Tobin, and Sean Levine. Special shout out to everybody watching us on twitch.com backslash BetQL and all over the place on the BetQL network. Of course, you can check out the podcast as soon as we wrap things up. In case you miss anything, still a few hours away from the main card of UFC 272. By the way, we're going to break it down coming up in the next segment with Joe Osborne of Odd Shark. So don't go anywhere. But it's not just who's going to win the fight, but how and when it's going down. Let's go ahead and start at the bottom of the main card. I feel like there's been so much smack talk, boys, of Greg Hardy during this show that there's no way anybody can actually take him, right? And I'm not going to be that guy. In fact, I don't think he's going to be around all that long. Let's call it two, two and a half minutes, and then he loses by knockout. Sergey Spivak plus 300 to win this by knockout plus 400 to knock him out in the first round. And that's where I'll put my money tonight, BT. I like Spivak. I like Spivak by uh, submission. He's got a dangerous ground game. I feel like he's going to go into this trying to wear Hardy down. That's going to be like a fish out of water. He's definitely uh, shown himself, I think, Hardy in the last couple of fights that he's been a lot more chinny. Uh, he's, uh, he's been taking some vicious shots. But I think Spivak, he is uh, going to avoid any type of uh, – Hail Mary shot that Greg Hardy could have early on in this fight and uh, take a, a methodical way to go get the win and uh, and and submit him. That's uh, great news. We are all on the same page because I'm splitting the difference with uh, where I'm going. I'm going to go the double chance route for Sergey Spivak uh, by KO and by submission. That is plus 100 even money. Um, I, I, I love it. As, for all the reasons that you guys stated, I think this is going to be a relatively quick one. And should be an exciting way to, uh, e- even if Hardy does knock him out, should be an exciting way to start out the uh, beginning of the main card. See, Jake, that's why we bring you in, because I was willing to pay the minus 200 for Spivak to end up winning the fight. There's no way this goes the distance, right? So if he wins by either submission or by knockout, I'm going to get better money. Appreciate yep. that. That's why we let you have a live mic, at least for one <laughs> segment of show. Let's work our way up the card. Kevin Holland and... I almost called him the wrong Oliveira. You got, I almost wanted to call him Dubronx, but this is Cowboy, that Oliveira. If it was Dubronx, he'd probably be a big favorite against Kevin Holland. I actually think Kevin Holland ends up winning this fight, goes back to the old Kevin Holland that we saw. Well, I guess it's been a while, if you think about it, the no contest against Dacus and then the fight against Vittori Brunson. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since we've seen the guy that I'm talking about. However, if Kevin Holland does win by knockout, you can get plus 150. The last time we saw him win was by knockout against Jacare. Remember that? And that's kind of what I think we see tonight, BT. 
Yeah, I think for Kevin Allen, he's just got to get a W. I think that you're it, it, with all that's gone bad with him, with the grappling type guys that he's gone up against. Now you're going in there with Oliveira, who is a little bit of a wild man, wild card. He's got a dicey record. He's obviously a bit of a fan favorite because he's been around for so long. But I think for Kevin Holland, it's important to go in two rounds tonight. Go in two rounds. Get to the judges' scorecard. Get your hand raised. You get him on points plus 260. I just think that for me, that 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 I think is the smart way to go for him this, this route. Maybe he comes up. If he gets a vicious knockout and he's back, then he's all the way back. That's great. But I think for him, just the pressure of getting a win tonight is the important thing for Kevin Holland. Yeah, if this fight was... I don't know. Two years ago, obviously, we, we think Kevin Holland by knockout is an easy play here. Oliveira is definitely a tough customer, one of the older guys in the weight class, 22 UFC fights. He's 2-6 and six over his last eight fights. Five of those eight ended in decision. Uh, I think that Holland's going to spend a lot of this fight trying to keep Oliveira off of him, whether that's the cage or the ground, but I do think he'll be able to do so effectively. Um, something interesting to note with the methods on this one, I think when they first put out uh, the odds for this fight, it was Holland plus 800 by submission. And now it sits at Holland plus 400 by submission, one that definitely is moving fast, a lot of action on it. Uh, I'm not going to go that route. Eileen, go to uh, Holland by decision or fight to go the distance in this fight. Oh, that sounds kind of tasty. Somebody knows something. They've cut that uh, in it's half. Interesting. They'll sprinkle a little bit on Kevin Holland <laughs> to win by submission. All right, we know Bryce Mitchell can submit you. We, he, hell, he can pull off a twister. Only two have ever happened in the history of the octagon, and he's got one of them. In the case of Edson Barbosa, he can submit you, but more likely if he wins, he's going to knock you out. That's what I think ends up happening. In round two, I got Junior Barbosa by knockout at 3-1 to one over Thug Nasty. Yeah, I, I, Reed made a good point. I am certainly a little bit worried that Bryce hasn't fought in uh, a, a little bit over a year now. And, you know, that that is uh, a little bit worrisome going in there, especially against with the guy, the experience of Edson Barboza. But someone's going to be a new star tonight. I feel like somebody's going to come in there and make a name for themselves. I feel like he is the guy who could definitely take that win, rock the microphone, and kind of make a name for himself. Edson Barboza, I love him to death. I think he's super dangerous. Don't get me wrong. But... He's also shown vulnerabilities. He's not he's not this uh, this this title guy anymore. He's basically been a 500 fighter. And uh, I think Bryce Mitchell gets it done tonight by submission. Yeah, as you mentioned, uh, Barboza, four wins in his last 10 fights. Uh, so four and six, just about at 500. But I was watching and I know it was a long time ago at this point, but I was watching his fight against Dan Hooker back in the day. And he has some incredible stand-up. And if it wasn't Dan Hooker, they probably if it was some other guy, it probably would have been a vicious one-shot KO. Uh, but Dan Hooker really kind of allowed Barboza in that fight to show all of, all of his talents. Um, and then when things went to the feet, he was or to the ground, he was able to hold his own. There's a chance that Mitchell just dominates him, like we think Covington's going to dominate Masvidal. That's definitely a chance. Uh, but the the jump in competition scares me. Uh, and I, I just, I'm really enamored by the stand-up by Barboza. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride his KO prop three to one, as you were saying. 
I'm enamored with the line that Bryce Mitchell's favored to beat Junior Barbosa. I mean, Bryce Mitchell, the best guy he's ever fought is Andre Feely, who's a stud, and he beat him pretty easy. And again, you look at Edson Barbosa, and this is just the guys that he's beat, not the guys that have beat him. You mentioned Hooker and Dariush and Pettis and Burgos and Melendez and Bobby Green and Felder and Pettis. Like, he's been in there with some killers. So I like experience in fights like this, and one guy has a lot of it. The other guy doesn't. Edson Barbosa adds to the highlight reel tonight. All right, how about Dos Anjos and Moicano? It feels like a lot of people are leading Dos Anjos, and their theory on this, Brendan, is he had the full training camp and the other guy didn't. I understand that line of thinking. I think that when you look at a guy like Dos Anjos, certainly he can knock you out. He still has that power, even at 38 years old, but he does have four submissions. I got Dos Anjos winning this fight, and I'm going to give it to you real specific, boys, so turn your radio up loud. He wins at the end of round two. You know, you hear that tap, tap, tap. At the end of round two, he's got Moicano in an arm triangle, and he taps out, and he end up getting the award for the win, the win for Dos Anjos, and you'll get paid for it too, plus 500 if he wins by submission, plus 1,000 if he submits him in the second round. Yeah, I mean, like, I respect Dos Anjos' submission game, don't get me wrong. I just feel like that's a dicey game to play against a guy like Moicano, where it feels like that's definitely going to be the way where he would go win. I feel like he's got a clear striking advantage here, and I feel like he is – also, probably going to have a little bit of an adjustment, not the same kind of opponent that he was preparing for. So I like uh, Dos Anjos to win this one, but I like him by decision tonight. I think that he is another one where it's like, you know, go get the victory. You had a lot of things that you had to deal with. Thought you were taking on Fazeev. Thought maybe you were going to take on Makachev. Got into a back and forth with Makachev. That was going to be a highly publicized fight. This one's a less publicized fight, but it's still a very, very uh, hotly contested one. I think that uh, the former champ gets it done tonight, but it goes to the cards. You're getting paid for it, though, Brendan. That's the thing. Like, I agree with you. Is is Moicano's best way out probably on the ground? Sure. And I don't know if Dos Anjos' best way to win the fight is doing that, but can he submit him? For sure. He's got, I think, five, if not six, in his UFC career. So I'm getting paid for it. I mean, five to one for him to submit him. If you take him in the second or the third to submit him, you can get seven to one on your money. That's pretty good odds. I feel like if I was going to take somebody by submission in that fight, though, I'm going to take Moicano because I feel like if it ends up in that spot, like, I feel like he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna grab him into something too. Like I just feel like if you're Dos Anjos, I just wouldn't want to play in that in that uh, in that playpen for this one. That's I, I'm not in for that. Yeah. Important note: uh, RDA has never been submitted in his professional career. <laughs> okay. He's never okay. been right, submitted. Uh, Moicano, on the other hand, I mean, it is true. What the BT saying is true. Moicano has a killer submission game. His last four wins have all came by rear naked choke. Like he's looking to get on your back. But I think RDA, I mean, he's about as seasoned as you can get. Seven hours of total ring time, good for second all-time in the UFC. Uh, he, he clearly is not at the peak of his powers, but I think considering he's had the advantage with the preparation to the fight um, and also considering that he's really solid on the ground, I'm going to go RDA by submission. If you're looking to be a little safer, maybe you want to go with Moicano. Fight to go the distance at about even money is a good bet, too. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Producer Jake bringing the pain tonight. I hope our guest coming up, Joe Osborne from Odd Shark, has such good insight. Brendan Tobin, Sean Levine breaking down UFC 272 here. It's tapped out on the BetQL network. All right, Colby versus Jorge Masvidal. Former training mates, former roommates gone bad. Masvidal plus 260 and Colby Covington at minus 340. Okay, this isn't going to be real creative. I think that Colby ends up winning the fight by decision. So you're going to get minus 105, essentially even money. That's probably the most likely thing. If I think if you had anybody attached to a lie detector test that knows what they're talking about, that's the most likely of many different outcomes that could happen. That being said, and Brendan, I know this is going to piss you off. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of money on the other guy, too. So I'm going to take both sides. Doing this you know how I roll. Give me Masvidal by knockout in the second round. If Masvidal just change the out. segment to any method to the madness. <laughs> <laughs> you give Masvidal by knockout at five to one, and then if it goes the distance, I think Colby's going to pay you at minus one oh five. That's called protecting your assets, my friend. Cool. Let's take a you. step back, bro. Let me show you how it's done. Okay, show me, please. Everybody is picking Colby Covington to win by decision. Very brave of you. I hope that you stay nicely in your in your limb there, like a little koala right there up against a <laughs> eucalyptus tree. However, what day is today? What day is today? It's 305 day, okay? And you're not telling me that on 305 day, in the midst of this heated and hated rivalry, that Jorge Masvidal, game bread, is going to lose on Miami's day. He's not going to allow this charlatan to walk across the street in his city, in Hialeah, crowing about how I knocked out your son, your native. So for me, I got Jorge Masvidal tonight. This isn't going to be held up against the cage. Colby Covington, he's a little bit too froggy. He's going to think, oh, washed Masvidal. Got him off the knockout. Going to try and strike with him too much. Second round comes around. Kablam! Puts him out. Knocked out. Jorge Masvidal wins the fight. Gets on the microphone. Tells Joe Rogan, I want Conor McGregor for his comeback fight. We have that Hard Rock Stadium, Miami Gardens, coming up in the fall. Boom. There you go. Whoa. Did I just hear you say Masvidal knocks out Colby Covington in the second? Colby Covington doesn't get knocked out like that. What are you talking about? He will. In the two, second round. What two, does that two, pay you? What, is, what, is that, what does that pay you? Because I'm going uh, to right right very often. I'm going to sprinkle just a little bit of change on that, I think. My, oh, well, like, of course. Yeah, you might as well just join the party with the rest of your picks. That's what I'm uh, yeah, at this point, but Jorge Masvidal KO in one or two plus six fifty. Okay, so that's I'll cover the whole damn bingo card. Where I come from, that's called a blackout. Jake, how do you think tonight's main event goes down? Masvidal taking on Colby Covington. Yeah, so I am boring. I'm going to take Colby by points. I think it's one of my 
strongest bets on the card. I, I totally agree with you, BT. Like whenever the group think is going on, everyone's on the same page. It's almost always when it when it jukes left. What do you mean like, you agree almost with him? He's he's born and raised in Miami. He's boys with George <laughs> Mazdal. Of course he's gonna take him tonight. What are we talking about? Well, here? I oh, don't. Really? I'm going to get called biased. You picked four different things for the main event, and I'm getting criticized. Yeah, I'm going to lose a couple of those, but guess what? I'm also going to win one, so I'm going to be feeling pretty good. What and a that's way to the one we're going to talk about. To, to Sean's point, the way that I actually played this, I actually placed these bets. So if you go one unit, so you could really put any amount of money, but let's say one unit on, uh, or, or to use dollars, one dollar on Colby by decision gets you back 95 cents. Then you put 25 cents on Masvidal by KO, which is four to one. So pretty much what you're doing is if Colby wins, you win a dollar to win 70 cents if he wins by decision, which I think he's going to. And if Masvidal knocks him out, which in my opinion is the only way that Colby can lose, um, then you get your money back. Now, I will be terrified watching Colby pummel him when Masvidal is out of gas in the fourth or fifth like, please do not put this away because then your your buy points uh, is dead. But I, I'm still going to go. I'm going to hold on for all five rounds, and it'll be a tight one. But I think Masvidal's got or I think Covington's got it. Do any of us think this is going the distance? I do. I think it's BT, going, going to points. BT, more likely or not to go the distance? Well, I picked them by knockout, so I'm going to go more likely not going the distance. Okay. I'm not going right. to pick I, both things like you do. I gave you I gave you a chance to get off of it, and you stuck with it. But I've had ex-girlfriends that are the same way, and eventually we broke up. That's Brendan Tobin. I'm Sean Levine. Jake Galley, good insight from our producer out there in Philly. Coming up next, you're going to get more great insight as, we're gonna, as we welcome on Joe Osborne from Odd Shark. He's going to break down UFC 272, the co-main event. Papio Dos Anjos takes on Hoinata Moicano. And, of course, the main event, the one that I've been looking forward to the most on this entire fight calendar, Jorge Masvidal, plus 260. BT says he's going to knock him out. <laughs> Colby Covington is going to win tonight at minus 340. I laugh because I love and because I'm right. Coming up next, Joe Osborne of Odd Shark joins the show. It's tapped out. You're locked in. To the bed, QL Network. <laughs> 